This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The 16-point game was a 19-point game. Here comes Paul on top hooker in the green. Ring it up. Phoenix Suns, game one. 122-105. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Raji, live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. So always for free on the Odyssey app, and we uh, you can get the visuals on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. We bring in uh, Joe Osborne to talk about the association and how we should bet these games, some of these series um, in the NBA. He's a sports betting analyst for Odds Shark, and you can follow him on Twitter at JTF. Oz, um, and some great tweets, some A-plus tweets that you can find at JTF Oz, like uh, one last night. Nothing throws a night off like being disturbed by some bleep using your driveway to turn around in. Unreal! I can relate to that one, Joe Osborne. Don't, don't you get I, I do as well. I get irrationally angry when I see people using my driveway to turn around. Well, doesn't that drive you nuts? You're laying on the couch, like my, like where I watch TV. It's like in the main living room, like directly in front of the driveway. So if someone pulls in at night, you see the headlights, you know, light up the entire house, and you think to yourself, "What the hell's going on here?" You know, it's ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. Yes, some bozo who got turned around using your driveway to turn around. And same thing, you're out in the driveway with the kids, maybe playing around, and some guy, you're like, "Oh, who's this? Do we have a visitor?" No. Just some dummy who got lost, right? So <laughs> it drives me nuts. And I've done it too, so I'm a bit of a hypocrite, sure. But, sure. Uh, yeah, just one of those little things, I guess. Well, where's, oh, this can- where's this Canadian <laughs> hospitality I keep hearing about? Canadians are supposed to be yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a bit of a – I don't know if that stereotype is true for everyone. There's a, oh. I, Most people I know are pretty nice. Most Americans I know are, are pretty nice, you know. but, but Not the ones know, I know. Yeah. right? <laughs> Joe is, okay. a, is the biggest jerk I've, I've ever met, and he's an American. That's true. Um, <laughs> well, so, so, okay, so I've had this conversation uh, before. I knew someone who was re- really upset with the same issue, and it was the same car every night at 2 a.m. And the lights are blaring, are going in the bedrooms, okay? And the guy was getting really upset. And he was trying to figure out if it would be okay. It's your property. It's your driveway. Can you lay a row of spikes in your driveway? What? Can you get, can you get like in like trouble? Like the police road spikes? <laughs> yes. Correct. What, the, what? Joe, what do you think? Have you considered this? Well, you know, jokingly, that thought went through my head. But then you'd have to deal with the inconvenience of this bozo's car stuck in your driveway. And they got to do the tow truck. and there's going to be some type of confrontation, obviously, because that's a pretty aggressive move on your part if you're doing that. <laughs> so God. it's probably not worth it. You know, probably one of those things you just have to deal with in life. Yes, I, I agree. 
Um, That's well. <laughs> let's talk about Milwaukee last night. Are Bucks fans going to have to deal with Mike Budenholzer much longer? Do, do you fire Budenholzer? Say we bolstered the roster for you, and you still can't get it done. An embarrassing performance last night, or do you say, you know what? Nobody was beating this Brooklyn team, anyways. No, they they should have fired him last off season. I've always said, like the the thing about the the Golden State Warriors dynasty, the thing that they don't get enough credit for is when they fired Mark Jackson and brought in Steve Kerr because they're like, you know, we're going to be good with Jackson, but not good enough. And that's the story with the Bucks, and we're seeing the movie again, right? We saw the sequel of it last playoffs. Now we're seeing part three of it this playoffs where uh, they just fall apart offensively. What's Giannis doing pulling up from three guys and throwing up the bricks? What's, you know, Chris Middleton? Can someone talk to this guy? Starts 0 of 8, then he finally shows up, but they're down about 25. So uh, that was a complete and total disgrace last night by the Milwaukee Bucks. What are they doing? So, yeah, you you got to say goodbye to the guy. I've been saying it all regular, all season, all year. The Milwaukee Bucks are a great regular season team, and that's it. And we see this in every sport, right? We saw it with the Atlanta Braves throughout the 90s in baseball. There's countless other examples. And, yeah, they got to bring someone else in to figure this out because, you know, they did make some roster improvements. I kind of wonder why they weren't the team to go after Chris Paul because he totally turned around the Phoenix Suns. But – you know, I don't know what the story is there, but yeah, it, it that was a complete disgrace. How do you lose by that much in a playoff game? You know, and yeah, I, I was just completely dumbfounded by it. See, and that that's where I'm at on this is. It- I, I felt like they were going to lose anyway, the series. I think they're going to lose the series anyway, despite mm-hmm. the fact they're down, they're down. Oh, two. Um, so for me, it's more about the personnel than it is the coaching. I mean, maybe the coaching makes it closer and, and it looks a little bit more appealing if you're a Bucks fan, but you're still probably going to lose this series anyway, because the roster isn't good enough. Isn't it more about that than it is the coaching staff? Because if you look, um, on the other side of the floor, that team has three legitimate superstars on it, and we all know that's how you win in the NBA, win championships in the NBA. Yeah, that's something you have to take a look at, too, whoever the GM is, because Bucks fans have been trying to tell me all season that Drew Holiday is a top-20 player in the NBA. I don't know about oh. that. Actually, I do. He, he is a top-20 player <laughs> in the NBA. And, and we've seen it with uh, the Dallas Mavericks. A team needs at least a reliable number two, right? If you want to go on a run in the playoffs, you know, uh, playoff P, Paul, Paul George is finally stepping up for the Clippers a little bit. But, yeah, it, it, you can't – Giannis didn't have the best game last night, and then there's no one else he can rely on. You know, like I said, Chris Middleton, Middleton starts 0 of 8. That was just brutal. So, yeah, the, the roster construction, there's a bit of an issue there. I know they tried to bring in uh, Bogdanovich from uh, Sacramento at the time who ended up going to Atlanta, and that blew up in their face. But, yeah, the, the team's not deep enough. And, uh, and I, I, like I said, I'm just completely dumbfounded by what we saw the first two games of the series from this team. This is BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji. Our guest, Joe Osborne, sports betting analyst for Odd Shark. And, uh, Joe, let's uh, look at tonight's game. And let's start out in the West. Mm -hmm. The Clippers, very little rest. They uh, get pushed to seven games. Now they have to visit the Jazz. Utah favored by four, 
total of 220 and a half for game number one. How are you betting this matchup? Yeah, two spots here uh, that I like. Uh, first one, super obvious one. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, his point totals at 28 and a half. And I like the over on this one. You know, he easily averaged exactly 28 and a half versus Memphis in the opening round, despite averaging just 30 minutes per game. So that was about three and a half minutes less than he averaged during the regular season. Most guys in the playoffs have played more minutes than they do in the regular season. And, you know, he's a big game player. Look at his last 11 playoff games. He's averaging 33.5 points per game. So I like Mitchell. People will say, well, Joe, uh, the Clippers are a little bit better defensively than the Grizzlies. Yes, 100%. That's true. How'd they do against Luka, though? He absolutely lit them up, and he couldn't hit his free throws. I'm willing to bet that Donovan Mitchell will hit his free throws. So I like Mitchell over the 28 and a half. And a sneaky one here, guys. Uh, the first quarter spread, you know, I like these bets. The Jazz first quarter minus one and a half. So they came out absolutely flying in the opening round against the Grizzlies. They won each of the first quarters by 7, 9, 12, 3, and 20. First quarter point margin 10.2, easily the best in the playoffs. Then you take a look at the Clippers in their series versus the Mavs. They were outscored in six of the seven first quarters. So I'd like the Jazz once again to come out flying, and I'll take them on the first quarter spread minus one and a half. And, and so are, what about the, uh, the, the Clippers being a, a four-point dog here? Does that – I mean, for me, I feel like – I don't know. I, I never know what to think about the Clippers. I never know what to bet when it comes to them because I don't know what I'm going to get on a nightly basis, but I look at them being the four point underdog here. And there's something about that for me that's attractive. And I'm wondering if I'm being stupid. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, I think it's fair. I thought they were overvalued all series versus Dallas, especially those home games where they were favored by six, six and a half, seven points, and even the favorite on the road in those games. And guys, listen, Utah's really deep, right? They're the number one seed in the Western Conference for a reason, and uh, especially with Donovan Mitchell back in the lineup, the fantastic, probably the most well-balanced team in the NBA, even more so than Brooklyn, who might be underrated a little bit defensively. But yeah, I think it's a fair number, not one that I really want to bet for the full game because we do see the Clippers turn it on a little bit in the second half. So I think I'll just stick to that first quarter and hope the uh, Jazz get off to a good start again. Get that instant Joe. gratification. Yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah one a lot of fun. Yep. Go to bed uh, early. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Sixers are now favored by six. It's been bet up to six. Oh, God. total of two twenty four uh, against Atlanta. What do you think for game two here? Well, I'm starting to like the Hawks now at six points here, guys. I mean, they look like a little bit of a different team in the playoffs here. Five and one straight up, and against the spread, the one loss they probably had one of their worst shooting games of the season. So it took that for them to lose a game and you look at game one, uh, you know, how much were they up going into the fourth quarter? They were absolutely dominating that game and uh, Philly made a little bit of a run there. And, you know, Philly probably wins this outright, but 
you know, what else can they do? Embiid played a fantastic game despite being injured in that one. And, you know, I would definitely lean Hawks in, in, in this situation. You would expect Philadelphia to bounce back a little bit, but who can stop Trey Young? And what I'm going to say, like, his point total, 27 and a half. I thought I would log in this morning and see that at 30 and a half, maybe you get lucky 29 and a half, but 27 and a half points. I absolutely mm-hmm. love the over. It seems obvious, but I'm going to bet it. Uh, you know, he's averaging 30.2 points in the playoffs so far. He's top 27 and a half in four of the six games. One of the games he did, he had 27. This is going up against some pretty good defenses. Uh, the Knicks and the Sixers, of course. And one of the reasons I like this, I call this free throw heaven for Trey Young. You know, he was fourth in the NBA in the regular season of free throw attempts per game. He went nine for nine in game one. And I expect this pattern to continue all series long. The Sixers allowed the second most free throw attempts in the playoffs so far. Also ranked 25th in opponent free throw attempt rate during the regular season. So that's no outlier. And check this out. He's owned, he's obliterated. Philadelphia in his career has had some big games against him. He had a 32 point game against him back on April 30th. Last season, he had a 28 and a 39. His rookie season, he had a 33 and a 32. So, you know, everyone always points to like, oh, Ben Simmons is going to be on him. Ben Simmons hasn't been able to do anything against Trey Young in his career. So I like Young to go over 27 and a half and for the Hawks to at least keep this one close. As far as the series line goes uh, for this one, the Hawks are a plus 100 to to win it. Sixers at uh, uh, minus 122. Are, are you confident in making a play on either of them to just win the series outright? I like the Hawks. I, I see them here at, at one mm. book at plus 120. And, you know, the reasons are pretty obvious. First of all, they're up one game. Second of all, it's plus money. You can get them at. And, and third, and B could break down at any moment. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I think the Hawks is the best to make there at plus 120 for sure. Without Shark, uh, Joe Osborne, this is BetQL Daily. Denver's down 0-1, and the series place price is plus 265 against Phoenix. Do the Nuggets have a chance? Um, yeah, I think they do. I'm not betting that myself, but I think that at this point they're being undervalued, especially if you look at the game line for game two. I think it's up to six points now. Nuggets played the Suns pretty good during the regular season. Mind you, different players were in and out of the lineup. They had Jamal Murray, of course, but they are being undervalued a little bit here, and the Suns finally being properly valued after being undervalued all series versus the Lakers there. So I think I think the Suns are going to take it. I think we're going to see the Suns and Jazz advance to the Western Conference Finals, and whoever wins that will give Brooklyn a pretty good run for their money in the finals. But uh, decent value, you know, we've seen the Nuggets do things before. Jokic, probably one of the better offensive players in the league, one of the better players overall in the league, you know. So if he is playing at his absolute best, the Nuggets could, you know, make this a long series. But I think the Suns are going to win it. With the LeBron AD Lakers out of it, is is Phoenix the best team in the West? Well, I think they might be offering the best value. So one thing that I liked about Phoenix coming into the playoffs is that they had the best record in the NBA versus teams with a record above 500. So they play well, they play good versus other good teams. And not every other team could say that. Brooklyn is a team who could say that. They usually uh, put the foot on the gas when they were playing tougher competition. But 
we have Phoenix here at plus 600 to win the NBA championship. And mm. that's not bad odds at all for a team that was, you know, in contention for being the best team in the West throughout the course of the regular season. And, you know, Brooklyn, of course, they're absolutely rolling right now, but who knows what the status is of James Harden. And what happens, you know, if Kyrie Durant gets injured? You know, no one wants to see that happen, but, you know, they are a pretty injury-prone team, right? So Phoenix plus 600, not bad at all. They're a very deep team. They have many different ways to score, whether it be, you know, second-chance points, points off turnovers, points in the sure. paint. Uh, so they're a more versatile scoring team, right? So... Joe Osborne, oddsshark.com. Follow him on Twitter at JTF Oz. Get to work on those spike tracks, traps, whatever. Mike, what's the matter I'm telling with you? People? What? Don't be uh, turning around in my driveway. Got Come it? On, uh, betting aside is next. It's Ostrowski and Ranji with you on a Tuesday. This is the BetQL Audio Network.